What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. That open really is a whole lot more cruel and unintentionally so over the last two days. That's true. That's I mean, true. We, that was all meant. there before what happened. It's not what we meant. We never meant to mock Jets fans. We're pro Jets fans around these parts. We were just looking to set the stage to let you know at the top of the hour, this show was coming out swinging. Right. Right. And the Jets are going to be coming out swinging with Zach Wilson being their quarterback. couple of things here. Number one, I can tell you this from talking to people uh, last night and today, Matthew Stafford's not going anywhere. He's not getting traded by the Rams. I don't see that. And here's a couple of reasons why. Number one, he has no interest in leaving Los Angeles, as you talked about yesterday. Kind of confirmed that one. Number two, when you think about what the fit is, Matthew Stafford coming to the Jets with this offensive line is just asking for entirely too much trouble. You're putting him in a bad situation. He is not mobile enough to move around. Number three, the Rams aren't giving up on the season at all anytime soon. Because when the Rams give up and trade away Matthew Stafford, that means Aaron Donald is going to say, check, please. I'm done. And that may not be, I'm done as far as get me out of here and trade me. That may be, I'm done, I'm done. And you may not get anything for me. So I think you have to think about that. And if they didn't want to move him in the offseason, and you're now sitting here right uh, with a situation where you've won a game already, they can't possibly justify that with the money that's tied up with him. He's got $31 million next year coming to him, too. All right, so then what are we thinking? Zach Wilson is obviously going to be your starter. That's the plan right now. Do you think there's a timeline on this sort of situation? They're obviously going to get somebody in there soon because they just have a roster spot they need to fill. But long-term, regarding long-term this season, how long do you think he has before they might have an option they need to pull out of their hat to move on from him if they're truly going to contend? I'd say comfortably, Zach Wilson has the next four games, maybe five. If you think That'll about take him right what, into the bye. Exactly. Okay. Look at the schedule coming into the bye for the Jets. It is a rough, rough go, especially defensively, because you look at this coming week, you've got the Cowboys. Does anybody expect him to do well against the Cowboys? Not necessarily. The Patriots, they have owned Zach Wilson so far. Bill Belichick eats him for lunch. That's going to be a stone cold under that game. That game is going to be 10-3. Yep, and they'll be lucky to have three, and that might be that might come because they turn it over. The Patriots do deep in their own territory. Turn it and, over on the goal on uh, turn it over on their own five yard line, and then the Jets lose fifteen yards in penalties and sacks, and then settle for a thirty what two yard field goal. Yep, bingo, exactly. <laughs> then you got Kansas City. They have to score a ton of points to beat Kansas City, even though. The Jet defense is much better. You have to count on being able to score 30 points in that game, don't you? Yeah, 17 is not going to get it done. Maybe the Jet defense limits. It is a home game for New York. Maybe they limit Mahomes and company to, say, 24. But you're going to need 25 to win that game. Yep. 
That's how math works. You go, <laughs> you go to Denver, and then you've got Philadelphia at home. All of this before the buy, and trade deadline is what? End of October. It so, is October thirty first, Halloween. So there you go. They've got one more game after that with the Giants. He's got the next five games. And when you listen to Robert Sala talk about him like he did yesterday right here, you understand what they're trying to do. We are going to look through some things, but but I do want to make it very clear. Uh, Zach's our quarterback. We've got a lot of faith in Zach. We're really excited about his opportunity, but we're, we're rolling with Zach and um, and excited for this, uh, excited for him. And like I said, this opportunity that he's going to get. Kid, you got five that's, games. I got to jump in. That that's that's such a load. That's what you have to say. And oh, if I'm crap. in Salah's shoes, I have to yep. say it too. I have to say it too. I understand. I understand why he's saying it. But to use the words like excitement, you're not excited. You no. know you're not excited. We all know you're not excited. You're Nobody is excited. <laughs> you're devastated. You're devastated. Yeah, we're devastated about this opportunity. If he had said that, it's like, well, yeah, I mean, we. It's, it's completely understandable. But when it's we're really excited about this opportunity, no, you are not. Excitement is one thing you definitely are not for this opportunity. No. And – you are giving him five games. You're pumping him up right now because that's what you have to do as opposed to just saying, yeah, we got to see what Zach can do and get us the next few games and then we'll reassess. Well, that's actually what's happening, okay? So if the Jets find their way to three and three, but Zach's playing terribly, something's going to happen. Right. I fully believe that, and that's where I come back to your suggestion yesterday because Kirk Cousins – should be available by the end of October. So and I've been going go through route. this. I've been going through this. You look at the scenario that you just laid out for the Jets. They're 1-0. and They face Dallas this weekend as a 9.5-point dog. I project that as a loss, so you're 1-1. and You play New England. I'm going to give you that game, but then I'm going to say you lose to Kansas City, so you're 2-2. Two and two. I'm going to say you lose to Philly two weeks later, so you're 2-3. and three. If you can somehow go to Denver and get the win, you're sitting 3-3. Three and three. But I don't think it's going to look impressive. It's more likely, in my opinion, they're going to be two and four. So how aggressive are you going to get if you're out of range? If you can find your way to, because if you're sitting there one and five, you're not going to go make a move knowing it's it's a long shot anyway to make the playoffs. So if Wilson can navigate the three and three or better and the Jets say to themselves, we might actually have something here if we can upgrade, you're calling Minnesota. And Minnesota is going to be absolutely foolish to not listen. They are already 0 and one. They're going to be at Philadelphia this week, Thursday night football. They are going to go to 0-2. And when they're 0-2, they're going to be facing some daunting statistics. Since the merger in 1970, teams to start 0-2, there's only 39 instances of a team going to the playoffs. 39! We're talking 53 years of football. In 53 years of football, teams starting 0-2, there's only 39 instances of teams making the playoffs. Of the 0-2 teams... Only three have won the Super Bowl. The 93 Cowboys, the 2001 Patriots, and the 2007 Giants. The 96 Patriots started 0-2 and made it, but they lost to the Packers. So four teams since the merger have started 0-2 and gone to the Super Bowl. Three of them have won. Only 39 postseason teams. You're going to start 0-2 if you're Minnesota. Then you got the Chargers at home. You could be 0-3. At Carolina, hosting Kansas City. At Chicago, hosting San Francisco. That means you are rolling in to week eight against the Green Bay Packers on the road right before the trade deadline, having to make a decision as to whether or not you would want to move Kirk Cousins, who for the Jets, this is a viable option. A, he's an upgrade over Zach Wilson. B, he's a free agent at the end of the season, so it's no long-term commitment. You got to figure at some point the Jets are going to call Minnesota or vice versa, don't you? Yeah, you have to. You have to. 
And it's a level of desperation, I think, at some point here in the next few weeks. Does he even, is it so bad in the next three weeks that you're going to say one and three? Nope, I'm not giving up yet. I'm not giving up yet. It's time to go try to move the needle a little bit faster and see if somebody else is going to bite. And that's where the Vikings would be silly to not do something. If you have a chance to absolutely fleece the Jets, who are desperate to try to save a season, I mean, let's not forget, Joe Douglas has been so right about so many things, but he has been wrong about the most important thing. And it's amazing to me that Woody Johnson will actually have a case when he went out this past season and... Make no mistake, Aaron Rodgers was a Woody Johnson move. He wanted all the attention that comes with Aaron Rodgers. And the cruelty of the injury will actually bring Woody Johnson back to the realization of, oh, I got to watch Zach Wilson again. Oh, this guy's terrible. We made the wrong decision there. Joe Douglas has to, has to save his season if it gets away from him. I'm playing Zach. I'm giving him every opportunity because I think right now in week two, he is their best chance. Come week five, he may not be. He may not be. And if if that chance is, like, I hate the other options, Joe. I don't think we're talking about many other good, real options, okay? But I think that Kirk Cousins is a very good, real option if that happens. You, as an evaluator and a decision maker inside the Jets building. And we talked about this yesterday. You have to have a very serious conversation about the state of your football team right now. And that means without Aaron Rodgers for the for the rest of the season. What is the likelihood you can truly contend for a Super Bowl? Because if you feel you still can, you have got to go out and figure something out regarding a guy like Kirk Cousins cuz that's going to be the only possible upgrade that can truly give you a fighting chance at that Super Bowl. Whether or not it happens, we can get into the merits of that. But you're not doing it with Zach Wilson in my opinion. If you're having these conversations behind closed doors and you say, "You know what? There isn't an option out there that can get us to the Super Bowl." We won't say it publicly, but you know, there's not going to be an option. Then you just do what you can with Wilson. You don't give up any assets. Hopefully you can get enough out of Wilson where maybe you can flip him in the offseason. You can build his value back up, and then you figure it out next year. But there's no reason to go making moves if you don't think you can win. And Cousins is the only guy to me out there that might be a feasible opportunity that could come in and win. Yeah, I agree with that. And you're going to reach a point. Listen, you're not getting a first-round pick for Kirk Cousins. That's not happening. The, the Jets are going to have their first-round pick because Rodgers is not going to play 65% of the plays, obviously. So they will be giving a second-round pick this coming year to the Minnesota Vikings. Would you trade away if the Jets are sitting at 3-3, three and three, but it's been bad with Zach Wilson? Would you trade away a 2 in two years? Would you trade away a 3 this coming year? Because you are going to be that desperate and everybody's going to know it, especially Minnesota. Would you do it? I probably would. I'd be looking at I mean, Minnesota, How the thing with Minnesota is it's not like they have a ton of leverage. It, they are going to lose games and they are going to lose Cousins in the offseason. And I think that's the direction they want to go. Not to but, say but Cousins They'll, they'll have out. leverage from the Jets who will be desperate at that point, though, yeah, Joe. I, yeah, well, I mean, look, how many teams are going to be interested in trading anything for Kirk Cousins by the deadline? 
There might not be many. There might just be one. And mm-hmm. Minnesota might be sitting there saying, we're moving on from this guy next year regardless. We need to go with a rookie. So he's going to be out the door. They might just want to get something done. I do not think Minnesota is, is going to be bending the Jets over the barrel here. I really don't think they're going to have the opportunity to do that. If they stretch it out, it, it, it is going to be a game of who blinks first. It is absolutely going to be that. And ultimately, the Jets, I don't see how... There is a better scenario for them out there, and I don't see how they could let that season just go away with everybody they have on this team if they're healthy. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Series 6M, Channel 80. Speaking of the Vikings, we'll tell you why uh, Minnesota and several other teams who are Super Bowl contenders have a massive, massive week two. That is in just moments. Carlin versus Joe. Chris Carlin, Joe Fortenbaugh, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. They're always listening, bro. They are always listening. We're talking about Liam Chapman, our program director's uh, video doorbell just a little while ago, right before 1 o'clock Eastern time. At 1 p.m. Eastern, he got an email from Amazon. You might be interested in a Blink video doorbell. Yep. <laughs> They're listening to everything. I, I gotta I, tell I, you, I don't, I don't really care because everybody's got everything on me already. <laughs> right. Open There's, book. There, there is nothing to learn about me, and there is nothing that's going to influence any kind of algorithm in any advertising space. I would think. Like, are you ever getting uh, stuff on Instagram for Athletic Greens? Oh, all the time. See, that surprises me because yeah. if it's listening to you, what would make the algorithm think? You'd be interested in Athletic Greens. Um, that's a great question. Maybe it's a suggestion. <laughs> Maybe it's a suggestion. Are you a guy that will buy things off of, like, Instagram and stuff like that? There was one time, and it'll never happen again. It was yeah. two years ago. There was this little cool, like, um, 
drone device. It, it was a ball that you could kind of throw up in the air as a drone, and it would work its way. It looks so cool as a toy. I wanted to get it for my kids for Christmas. So I bought it. The videos were awesome. There was absolutely no way we were ever able to figure out how to make it work like that. It was yeah. not designed to do what it was made to do. And I was like, never again. I'm not getting bamboozled ever again. See, here's, here's the thing. I'm the guy that can get bamboozled more than once. Very and I have easily. on those things. I absolutely <laughs> have. If I told you the number of charging stations I have purchased through Instagram because they look cool or because <laughs> that they, they were going to be good for travel or something like that, only to have them not work. <laughs> So you're just there. You've got your credit card of information logged into your phone. Basically, you're two clicks away from financial ruin. Oh, yes. Well, <laughs> I mean, if that was the case, I'd already be ruined. <laughs> I mean, but I'm not far away from it, certainly. And here's my other problem. They always take seven months to get there, and yeah. then they don't work. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem, too. If you're not going through Amazon, obviously. Like, exactly. I, I forget the day and age where, like, you would order a pair of shoes, and it's like, yeah, it's going to take two to three weeks. If it is not here within 24 hours, I am, like, physically aggravated oh, by yeah. the inconvenience up, that I have been thrust upon, that has been thrust upon me. I, I got I, My kids don't get it either. I just ordered baseball cleats for the one. He's like, they'll be here tomorrow. It's like, no, nah, it's going to be a week. Like, that's how it works. He's like all mad at it. All mad. Yeah. I, I learn. literally last night looked at my wife as I was picking up the package from the front door and said, how did we ever do this before Amazon? <laughs> how did we ever do it? And she said, we went to stores and wasted a ridiculous amount of time. Yeah, she's very smart. Very, very well said by her. Carlin and Joe. Carlin versus Joe, to be more specific, on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. You touched on this a few minutes ago. The idea that we have so many contenders that lost in week one and very easily could be facing 0-2 starts. So let's say we go through this and talk about the contenders that could bounce back from that if it happens. Very real this week, Joe. Very yeah, real. We, so let's go through some of these. We have got a situation on our hands where some really, really well-thought-of teams could find themselves jammed up after next week. All right, here's the stat we were discussing earlier. Since the merger in 1970, there are only 39 teams that have made the playoffs after an 0-2 start. Only 39. In 53 seasons, only 39 teams have bounced back to do that. Now, from a more perilous perspective for those who are looking to win championships, there are only three teams in NFL history that have won a Super Bowl after starting 0-2. The 93 Cowboys, the 2001 Patriots, and the 2007 Giants. Okay. So we got some serious contenders who could be out there 0-2 come next week. The first two that come to mind, if you want me to throw them your way, Kansas City's 0-1. They're in Jacksonville. Oof. They're a three-point favorite, but they're facing a good Jags team. And then you've also got Cincinnati, who's 0-1, hosting Baltimore. Cincinnati's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Either one of those headed for 0-2, in your opinion? Kansas City. Really? You, yeah. well, you love Jacksonville. You are a big now, Jacksonville I do, fan. but I also think that's going to be such a massive game. They are going to be so pumped up for that in Jacksonville and they're going to have a proof they're going to have a point to prove that we belong here and all that and truth be told I don't know how much you know we should trust on not that I'm giving up on the Chiefs by any stretch absolutely not just early in the year are they going to be able to navigate through a game like that I don't I I don't feel terribly confident in that at the moment how do you feel about Kelsey how do you feel about Cincinnati hosting Baltimore? 
Baltimore looked really good in the second half last week. J.K. Dobbins, the running back, they lost him for the season. Cincinnati didn't look good at all. So maybe it was a one-time thing. Maybe there are some issues that might take a few weeks to work out. But that's a big game. Bengals hosting the Ravens. Ravens can come in there and put Joe Burrow and company in an 0-2 hole, which they were in, I believe, last year and still went to make the playoffs. Yeah, I... Listen, I feel better about the Bengals because I'm still ruminating through what the Ravens are. Like, I want to know this Todd Munkin offense with Lamar. And exactly, like, nothing about it the other day jumped out and made me think, okay, they've got this figured out. How long is it going to be before it's figured out? I don't know that Baltimore is going to go in there. They played a bad team the other day at home. All right. I I don't think Baltimore goes in and beats Cincinnati this week. Buffalo is laying nine and a half against the Jimmy Garoppolo-led Raiders. Raiders 1-0. Nice win against Denver on the road. They're going to hit the road again. They're going to Buffalo to face a Bills team that's on a short week. Only six days to get ready here. Any chance the Silver and Black spring the upset, in your opinion, and put Buffalo in an 0-2 hole? No chance. No chance on that one? No chance on that one. And I don't believe in the Bills, but no chance on that one. Minnesota's 0-1. They're in Philly on Thursday night. Eagles are laying a touchdown. See ya. Okay, see you there. Um, Chargers, 0-1, facing 0-1 Tennessee. Game is in Tennessee, Chargers minus three. I mean, they better win. I'm telling you, if the Chargers against us, they've got Tennessee, they've got the Raiders. If they end up 1-3, Staley's going to be gone, and he should be. You think so? you got to try to save that season. And I thought what Merriman said earlier, we had Sean Merriman on earlier talking about that. The idea that he's watching that defense and they're all thinking way too much and not playing, that says a lot to me. You got guys like Derwin James on that defense. I mean, that shouldn't be the case, right? Completely agree. They should be flying to the football. They're not a rookie group. There's a bunch of veterans. Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, J.C. Jackson, Derwin James. Like, that's not a group that should be finding its way with a head coach, mind you, who came up on the defensive side of the ball. That's supposed to be Staley's specialty. They've certainly spent enough money over on that side. They should be able to get some stops. Tua shouldn't come into town in week one and throw for almost 500 yards against you. This isn't the Big 12. Pittsburgh. Hosting Cleveland. Cleveland, a two-and-a-half-point favorite in Pittsburgh. Steelers could be 0-2 next week. Yeah, no. Not going to happen. They're going to beat Cleveland? They'll beat Cleveland this week. Oh, boy. Giants going to Arizona. Giants were a playoff as team last year. As high as I am on Jacksonville, you're just as high on Cleveland. Love Cleveland this year. Yeah. Love them. Okay. You were right Any chance week. Big Blue stumbles again? Oh, sure there's a chance. Absolutely. In Arizona. There's a chance. I don't think it'll happen. It better not happen. But if you have a couple of bad things happen early in that game, you're going to tell me 40 to nothing doesn't seep into your head? Oh, of course. Like, that just carries over. Is, that was such a beatdown. Even though it, it got away from them in game one, it has to affect you moving forward. It has to. What do you think about the 0-1 Patriots hosting Miami? Miami coming to Foxborough as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I do not think that the Patriots will beat the Dolphins this week. Okay. Because I think the Dolphins will score enough points in the <laughs> Joe, here's the analysis. I think the Dolphins will score enough points and the Patriots won't. <laughs> <laughs> team A is going to score more points than Team B. And then finally, yes. and I know we've got a lot we want to talk about with this one, a lot of hype for the Chicago Bears this offseason. 
at home against the Jordan Love-led Packers. They fall on their face. They look terrible. They're 0-1. They're going to Tampa Bay to face the 1-0 Buccaneers led by Baker Mayfield. Mm. Wow. The 1-0 Buccaneers. We'll discuss next. It is Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Feels great. That was a plan for us coming in here and starting the season off the right way, and uh, it just feels good to get a win. Did not feel good for Justin Fields and for the Bears. Listen, I don't think there's a whole lot that's expected of the Bears this year, but Justin Fields taking a step forward is certainly expected. It's Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio Series 6M Channel 80 from Superchargers, Exhaust Kits, and more. eBay Motors has over 122 million parts to keep your ride or die alive. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only exclusions apply the numbers for Justin Fields don't jump off the page from the game the other day and when you look at last season passing the football 17 touchdowns 11 picks we all know what he can do and how electrifying he is Joe running the ball but the Bears need him to be able to be accurate and throw the football as well I have no question that he is more than capable of doing that I don't see the Bears with this offensive system necessarily putting them in the best situation to succeed. And I'm wondering where you come down on this because Fields to me is an incredible talent that I saw make plenty of the throws in college, and I think he's more than capable. I think the Bears are headed in the right direction. I just think they've gone out of their way to make this a more challenging process than it needs to be. You know, there's an old saying with how you go ahead and and how you build a football team. Hire the general manager. Let the general manager hire the coach. Let the general manager and the coach go out together and find the quarterback. That means those three are now inextricably linked. If the quarterback fails, it looks bad for the coach 
and the front office. If the front office fails, it looks bad for everybody else, right? You want everyone lined up on the same page. You want everyone invested in everyone else's success. You don't want to root for a guy to fail so that you can get your guy in. That's the type of thing that causes issues and causes turmoil and dysfunction within an organization. So the old regime, when Matt Nagy was the head coach in Chicago, was the regime that they had a year left on their contracts. The Bears should have fired them, but they're cheap, so they kept them to finish out their deals. And what they did, because they're desperate to extend their contracts, was they traded up in the draft and they drafted Justin Fields. And basically, you can go to the organization and say, all right, we got our franchise guy, but you got to give us a few years to develop him. Well, the Bears stunk in year one, and the entire front office and coaching staff was blown out. Okay, so now you bring in the new coaching staff. Now, maybe this group works well, but Fields isn't their guy. They've inherited him. So what are you going to do? Are, are, are you a believer in Justin Fields or do you want someone else? Now you're also complicating Fields' development because he's in year two and he's now had two different offensive systems. And he's also got no talent around him. And you see what happens last year. Brilliant running, terrible passing, no weapons. So here we are in year three, which at this point you should be making some ground up. Having a franchise quarterback on a rookie deal, you should be getting better. Yep. And yet they're not. The defense is still terrible. The offensive line isn't where it needs to be. They've got some weapons, but that game against the Packers was pathetic. You know, Rodgers stepped all over you in your house for years. He's gone, and immediately Jordan Love picks up the mantle, walks into Soldier Field, and gets a victory. So I think Chicago's moving in the right direction. I think the organization has a plan. It's just taking way too long to produce any sort of decent-looking results. Everybody's going to point at Fields because he's in that position. But it, it is not on him, and I'm with you on that. Here's Dan Orlovsky on Get Up Today about the situ- or about uh, his abilities and what happened the other day. No one at quarterback was going to play good for the Chicago Bears. Amen. Their first seven drives, six penalties. I'm not absolving him. He did not play well. Jesus Christ wouldn't have played well for the Chicago Bears at quarterback <laughs> yesterday. All right? Like, well, so they got to stop chasing these plays. Listen, I, I get where he's coming from. This is, this is a, a dynamic player who has not played his best yet, but you've got to set him up for success. And maybe part of that is predictability. I don't know. But whatever it is, Joe, it can't be about the system. It can't be about trying to take a square peg and fit it into a round hole. You have got to take the player and ask him to do what he does well and not ask him to do things that he doesn't do well. It drives me nuts when coaches get so locked in on their system versus what their players' abilities are and how they can fit their system around them. Yeah, that was Jeff Fisher with the Rams when they drafted Sam Bradford. He comes out of Oklahoma, high-flying offense, spread the field, line up in shotgun, and Fisher immediately puts him under center. It's like, what are you doing? That's not what makes him great, right? Like Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, Cam Newton. If the guy's great in college, ask yourself what makes him great. And then utilize those skill sets and build around him if you can, much like Andy Reid has built around Patrick Mahomes. You get Like you, you said it perfectly, don't put the square peg in a round hole. So with Fields, he can run. That's great. You want to be able to utilize the legs. Where you need to coach him up is he's got to stop taking so many body blows. He has to learn how to slide. He has to learn how to get out of bounds. Cam Newton took way too many shots early in his career. And everyone talked about how what an athletic marvel he was at quarterback. He was. And he fell off the cliff 
about as fast as anyone I've ever seen because his body simply gave up on him. You're going to need to protect Fields so you can get longevity out of him, but at the same time, you got to build up around him. And while the offense isn't necessarily where it needs to be just yet, the defense is horrific. Like, oh. at least in the old days when the Bears couldn't play offense, they still gave you a quality defensive unit. This unit let Jordan Love come in and hang 38 on him. Yeah. 38, the year you're finally rid of Rodgers and Brett Favre. You're finally moving away from that in the division. You let Jordan Love hang 38 on you, and he was without his top wide receiver. Go figure. I want to hear a little bit more on this. Here's Ryan Clark on the Bears and their offense the other day. This is the team where you see no continuity. You don't understand the plan, right? You go out and you get a guy like DJ Moore. That's why we were all excited. Oh, you did a great job with the first pick. It's not the picks you got back. It's the fact that you got DJ Moore. You got a number one. You're not getting the football to him quickly. You're not putting him in space to get to, to a spot where he can use his run after the catch. And then late in the game, you're forcing your young quarterback to try to push the football down the field into coverage that's watching him watch the receiver. Right. Mm-hmm. They have to do things differently with Justin Fields. You don't need to make him a pocket passer. Everything can't come from the shotgun. It was so predictable that by the end of the game, I was calling the plays, yeah. and I ain't studied for him all it's, week. It's, <laughs> if that's the case, and Ryan's a tremendous defensive mind, that's still a problem. That's still a problem when he's not studying for it. Look, this guy is incredible, an incredible athlete. It's it's such a waste to me when that kind of thing happens. But we also understand that while you have to get the ball to your playmakers, Joe, you cannot force it all the time. And that's what Fields was talking about earlier today. Here he is quickly. The Bears have been around for 100 years. They've never had a quarterback to throw for 4,000 yards. We believe you're going to be in Chicago for a long, long time. Will you break that record? I will. (sighs) Plan on doing it this year, too. Woo! Plan on doing it this year. That's awkward because that wasn't even remotely the cut that we wanted to play there. But on top of that, who cares about the 4,000 yards? Yeah. That that doesn't need to be the focus. That's an arbitrary number that means literally nothing. You need to start winning. More importantly, you can't let Jordan Love step under center in his first true season as the starter and immediately get ranked ahead of you in terms of quarterback play because he already looks better. And I know it's one game, so I'm not going to say he is better, but in that one game, he looked much better than Justin Fields. And the Packers should not be able to re-up at quarterback faster than the Bears who have had a lot of time to try to figure this position out. Okay, let's hear it one more time. I think I have it now. I would say you can do that if it's like one-on-one matchups on the outside and, you know, just one-on-one. But, I mean, you'd never want to force it with, you know, most of the multiple defenders around him. But um, definitely one-on-one on the outside. You know, safety's in the middle of the field. I um, can definitely throw it up for sure. Look, there's a reason he's there. It was an amazing trade they made for the number one pick to get it to Carolina. There's a reason that they have some of these guys on offense that they do. Let them do what they do. Figure it out. Get them the ball. The hell with your system. Fit it around what you have. It's mind-boggling to me when that doesn't happen. Mind-boggling. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. What is mind-boggling is that we have not gotten to somebody who served us up the old screw job this past weekend. Okay? This guy is going to get it next. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio.
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. These ideas are all up in the air. Are you telling me she's the only one who ever thought of it? I mean, I'm not going to take away from the greatness of Maya Angelou, but hey, it's not out of the realm of possibility with my 2.9 GPA in an English degree from Hobart College that the big fella could have come up with the same thing on his okay? <laughs> that's, that's the best part. The, the fact that you had the English degree and still didn't know. I'll tell you what, it was, it was a massive climb back from a 0.8 my third term freshman year (laughs) completely accurate never quite made it to the top of the mountain but you did it i got that degree i don't know about you first thing my mother did when she showed up at graduation started leafing right through that graduation program to make sure there wasn't an asterisk by my name or that you were actually listed as a graduate, not just trying to slide in in the cap and gown. Exactly. And pull fast one. Yeah. Ex- <laughs> we all know people who have done that. Exactly. It's Carlin versus Joe. ESPN Radio Series XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. You, as the proficient gambler that you are, uh, our audience, obviously heavily involved in that, myself too, Uh, We have all got the proverbial bad beats. We love that segment from SVP on SportsCenter. And there is always the guy that is going to serve you up the old screw job. And that's exactly what happened this past week in spectacular fashion. So it is our own twist on this. It's not just a bad beat, Joe. It's finding somebody and blaming them directly for it. So that's what we will do. Let's do it. Public enemy number one. You could just taste the win. It tastes so good. Until one player lets you down. Don't believe the hype. Don't, don't, don't believe the hype. This is public enemy number one. Second and five. Quick snap to Shuck. Surveying now under pressure from Dorless. Picked off. Picked off by Jeffrey Bosson. There he goes. Right sideline 20. 10. Touchdown. Dorless got the hit. And a 41-yard interception return for touchdown. And Jeffrey Bossa is going to put this one away for Oregon on the road in Lubbock. That is Kesty right here on ESPN Radio. And Tyler Shuck, I am looking right at you, Big Daddy. I don't care that you're in college. We've got NIL involved now. I'm sure you're getting a taste of something. So I am absolutely going right after you. And here's why. Joe, on Saturday, 
I had a sweet little parlay going, and the the gods were absolutely smiling on me early, okay? I had the over in this three-leg parlay of Duke Lafayette at 48 and a half. 42-7, your final. Uh, Then. Nicely done. I had Oklahoma minus 16 and a half over SMU. Late touchdown, Oklahoma 28, SMU 11. You're cooking. Oh, and I have to tell you, I'm looking down at my phone and I'm just smiling. And I see that late in the fourth quarter, you see that Texas Tech, on your advice, plus six and a half against Oregon, has got that thing wrapped up to cover at least because you've got a 30 to 28 Texas Tech lead. But then Oregon kicks the field goal and Texas Tech you know, is trying to come back and get downfield as 31-30. I'm like, okay. That was Tyler Shuck throwing a pick six, 38-30 Oregon, sticking it to the big fella. Tyler Shuck, you are public enemy number one because you throw a pick six late in the game. It's one thing to get picked, and then they just take a knee the rest of the way, Joe. It is sticking the knife in and twisting it like that when you really throw a pick six at the end of the game so that you get screwed on the cover. Yeah, that one was delightful. I was on an airplane flying back from Bristol to Las Vegas, and I had that game on, and I was having a very rough Saturday in terms of college football betting, and I was also streaming on my phone the UFC prelims, gambling on those fights. I'm losing the prelims. I'm having a rough day in college football. I faded Dion again. I uh, faded Notre Dame again. I'm just taking on the chin. But I kept saying to myself, at least I have Texas Tech. They're inside the number. We're good there. And that play happened at that exact moment when I said that. And I watched the pick six going the other way. And to be honest, I didn't even get angry. I didn't even get angry. Really? I just watched it happen, and I was like, that sounds about right. And it's on to the next wager, which leads me to my public enemy number one. You want to know who that is? Oh, I do. Richard Soller. Do you know who Richard Soller is? Uh, not ringing a bell. Richard Soller is the president of the University of Stanford. Stanford has more money than just about any other institution out there with their endowment. They are successful in every regard, especially when it comes to college athletics, but especially not when it comes to football. Mm. I was not expecting you to put on a good show against USC. You stink, and I know it. But I had over 69.5 total points in that game, and you contributed almost nothing against the lousy USC defense. This rivalry used to mean something. Now it's just a joke. And that may have been one of the biggest joke games of the entire weekend. It was over in minutes. Listen to the pace I had. The over-under in that game, 69.5 points. USC up 21-0 in the first quarter. So I'm on pace for 84 points. At the half, 52 points were on the board. 52. So I need less than three touchdowns to bring this bet home with two quarters to play. Nothing is scored in the third quarter. Nothing. And all the backups are in. USC's offense does jack, by the way, which is an embarrassment in itself that once you get away from Caleb Williams, you couldn't move down the field and score at all. We get 14 points in the fourth quarter, 7-7. Game ends, whatever. It lands 66 
three and a half points shy of the total. Oh. Richard Soller, no one is expecting Stanford to be good. No one is expecting Stanford to contend for Rose Bowls, playoff spots, and national championships. But good God, man, put something on the field that can at least result in some points against a trash defense like USC. Richard Soller, where are you at, man? Like when you talk about probably Stanford, somewhere very, very important, I'm much sure. more important than this. But when you talk about Stanford, all you talk about is money. That's all they have is money. So much money. They were going into the ACC, a conference across the country, and not taking money for the first few years, first five, six years, whatever it is, because they can afford to. <laughs> They can't afford to. They've got nothing but cash. Go hire someone who knows what they're doing. You ever been to a Stanford tailgate? I have not, and my wife went to Stanford, and I need to go to. Wow. Well, first off, wow. A lot to unpack there. The point I was going to get at real quickly, I've been to the tailgates. I love them, but I've seen tailgates at Stanford that have chandeliers hanging from the trees. Like, people (laughs) will bring a chandelier and hang it from the tree. I also (laughs) saw a baby grand piano once. Of course, a, someone did. bought a brought a baby grand piano to a Stanford game. Oh my God, who did? I mean, was that Liberace's tailgate? Who was? It <laughs> was like I the mean, money at this tailgate. Oh wow. my Lord, I, I'm gonna look up and Michael Bublé's playing at a tailgate. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I I did not. I've been on the campus uh, several times because of that, but never once. Wow, that is. That is a little too highbrow for the big fella. I'm going to walk in there looking for hot dogs, and they're going to be serving up caviar. (laughs) This is the Carlin vs. Joe podcast on ESPN Radio.